all of the co-laborers of the gospel behind me, to all of uh, our visitors and all the babies. Praise God. Amen. And to all of you, we greet you in that name that is certainly above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. So good to see Dr. Bruce Bettner. You look good, man. Praise the Lord. And, and I know you can play some basketball now, right? Praise the Lord. We thank the Lord for him and my friend and my amen advisor. I love him. Thank God for where the Lord brought him from. Amen. As well as all of you, truly God is an awesome God. Today, we're in John chapter 15, St. John chapter 15. If you would turn with me, praise the Lord. And when you get to say amen, first, I mean, uh, St. John chapter, amen, 15. And I want to read verses 4 and 5. Praise God. Abide in me. And I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, of, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches, he that abideth in me, and I in him. The same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me... Ye can do nothing. Uh, this morning I gave some attention to some critical wording here. In the fifth verse, the can do is dunamai or dunamis. It's power in the Greek. Without me, no power. No power without me. Amen. And uh, interesting that this text is loaded. And the unfortunate thing is many believers in Jesus Christ are <clears throat> ignorant of its meaning. Today I want to challenge your hearts around the subject, faith and fruit equals fellowship. Faith and Fruit equals fellowship. There is a relative and rich characteristic inherent in Scripture between our faith and our fruit in Christ. Our faith is based on God's grace, love we don't deserve, and our personal confession of Christ's person and work on the cross. We call it the finished work of Christ. But our fruit is based on our obedience and personal connection to the power of Christ. One is a proclamation while the other is a proof. One is belief, the other is behavior. This metaphor of fruit bearing it's very interesting. It's an extended process of <clears throat> God's planting seed and placement, preserving, 
pruning of fruit. And what John had in mind were the grapevine, the grapevine, the grapevine, the grapevine, and these grapes grow in clusters, amen, and when they are properly uh, manicured and matured, they are sweet and they are seasonal, that these grapes must maintain a strong connection to the vine where proper nutrients of sap is flowing, a strategic uh, cutting or pruning of the vine by the vine dresser to cut off dead branches and take away, listen, that which would be harmful to the growth of the vine. And in this text, there, there's a lot of contemplation, continuance, character, commitment, characteristics, uh, different components of um, Christian growth. And, 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 and so one of the things that is um, paramount here is for us to walk away with understanding of the text. Uh, too often, and the sowing the seed, and Matthew 13 says, when the word of God goes forth, amen, and when they've heard the word of God, Satan comes along and snatches it. He, snatch, he snatches it. He can snatch it in a, in, a, in a microsecond where you cannot make the application to your personal lives. And, and so when we begin to look at this text, I'm, I, it, 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 it is loaded with truisms. Now let me, let me uh, try to get you, I was, uh, I have a very exhaustive biblical library at home over well over 35 years of studying. And um, I have some profound commentators that are dead wrong. And since I've been trained theologically to know the truth and spot it, uh, the grammar, the historicity of the text, uh, so forth and so on, I, I, I don't depend on commentary to get truth. Uh, I need to say that because some of you have libraries and when we ask you to teach, you go home to your library, you open a commentary, that's what you teach. And what you may be teaching may be damaging to God's sheep. There, there are hermeneutical laws and hermeneutics is the law of interpretation for interpreting no one scriptures of his own interpretation. When we get truth, we are comparing scripture with scripture to arrive at truth. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so one of the things, and that's why God gives teachers to the body, pastors to the flock, because their job is to teach and to point out things that you cannot see with the natural eye. If I'm up here preaching and I'm just saying the obvious, you don't need me up here. Can I get a witness? My job is to open up. My job is to exegete. My job is to challenge. My job is to ask those interrogatives, who, where, when, how, why, so forth, so on. And we need to, again, by observation, observe the text and then interrogation, tear apart the text and then interpretation, put it back together again, and then make application. Can I get a witness? Yes, 
two people who are struggling or want to know what thus saith the Lord God. Can I get a witness? So one of the things that I like to do in, 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 in the time that we have is try to take apart, put back together, and allow you and I to walk away with profound truth. Truth. Not, not someone's errant interpretation, but truth. And, 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 and so one of the things that we begin with in John chapter 15, Jesus, this is the last of seven I am's. Those I am's go way back to Exodus 3 when Moses said, well, who shall I say sent me? And God told Moses on the summit of Sinai, I am that I am. Yahweh, I'm Lord, I'm Kurios, um, Jehovah Jireh, I'm Jehovah Sinkanu, I'm Jehovah M. Kadesh, I'm, I'm uh, El Elyon, and all the names of God, he, uh, I am, I am, I am, uh, ego emi in the Greek, I am, just the last one, and, and he says, I am, listen to this, the true vine, and, and, and it means there are other vines. There are other vines, and, and, and we need to understand that every faith, every religion has their particular vine. I am the true vine, and notice the article, I am the true vine. There's only one true vine. Can I get a witness? I am the true vine, listen to this, and my Father, which denotes, listen, again, a Trinitarian God, my Father who is, who is separate from me, but like me. I'm preaching already. Can I get a witness? There are three, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, all separate personalities, same essence, equal in attributes. Everything that God has, Jesus has. Everything that Jesus has, the Holy Spirit has. Can I get a witness? He said, I am the true vine and my Father, amen, is the husbandman. He is the vine dresser. He is the farmer that takes care of the vine. Yeah. Now, now let me stop, pause, and part, because there's two things right off the bat I need to define. Number one, uh, Israel, Isaiah 5 and Jeremiah 2, Israel was God's vine. And they started producing wild grapes. Jesus comes along in the New Testament and said, no, 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 I am the true vine. Yeah, which will always produce good grapes. I am. I am the true vine. Now, Israel was God's vine on earth, and Israel, because of their disobedience, went awry and started producing wild grapes. And then God is so profound, and I don't really have time to get into this, that Paul picks this up in the book of Romans, dealing with the Jew, past Jew, uh, Romans 9, present Jew, Romans 10, future Jew, Romans 11. And in that 10th chapter, I believe, Paul says, listen how deep God is. God took the Gentiles who knew not God, had no covenantal relationship with God, can I get, were dogs, do I have a witness? had no access to God, had no prayer life with God, and what God did, God blinded the Jew. Lord, have mercy. He put blinders on them so that 
seeing they couldn't see, hearing they couldn't hear, Lord have mercy, and he gave them, listen to this, a spirit of stupor. He, he actually gave them a sedative so that they would, uh, in their blindness, reject Jesus. And that allowed God to graft in the Gentiles into the vine. In other words, he took something unnatural, impossible, to pull us into the vine. So we are recipients of the vine. Because of his mercy. You, you ain't getting this. That's, that, that was Paul's whole argument in chapter 1 of Romans. The Gentile are under sin. They're going to hell. And chapter 2, the Jews are under sin. Chapter 3, everybody's under sin. Chapter 4, justification is when God justifies you by election. Chapter 5, 6, and 7 is when he sanctifies you through progressive measures of sanctification. Chapter 8 is when he glorifies you. And then by the time he gets to chapter 11 of Romans, he said, oh, the depth of the wisdom and the mercy of God. God is so deep. He's deeper than deep. Can I get a witness? That through him and to him and from him are all things. You ought to praise God because of his all-wiseness. You are, you are, if, if you're in pain this morning, you ought to praise him because he's way ahead of you. You, are, you ought to thank him because his wisdom is profound. Can I get a witness? You ought to exalt him because he's already pulled you out of the ditch. You just don't feel it. You just can't see it. You just can't imagine it. But you are already delivered. You are already victorious. You are already on your way to glory. Can I get? He already paid for your sins. He, he already went to the grave. He already served in hell. He got up early on the third day. Can I get a witness? You are paid for. Can I get a witness? In fact, you got a slip. You got a receipt. And the Holy Ghost holds it. Can I get a witness? And God dares. Who shall lay anything? to the charge of God's elect. If you were a prostitute and you saved, you are forgiven. If you was a drug addict, you're forgiven. Can I get a witness? If you was a child molester and you're saved, you are forgiven. God has washed away all of your sins. Oh, the depth of the grace and the mercy of his grace. You know why we can't shout? Because we don't know nothing. When you understand who Jesus is, that he's a kinsman redeemer, when you, when you understand what he did, when you understand that he is, yeah, can I get a witness? He's from Shiloh. Jesus paid it all. All to him. Oh, sin hath left his crimson stain, but he washed me. Did he wash me? He washed me white as snow. Mm. Mm. So, 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 so contextually, the first 11 verses of John 15 
is a relationship, listen to this, between Jesus Christ, the sovereign one, and believers in Jesus Christ. Now stop. There are no unbelievers in this text. None. And I'm sick of these commentaries. That's why I, I got examined everything that come in that bookstore. There are no unbelievers in this text. None. And if you put one in, you're a liar and the truth ain't in you. In the first 11 verses is the relationship of Jesus and believers. Beginning in verse 12 to 17, the relationship of believers to believers. In verse 18 to the end of the chapter, the relationship of believers to the world. Closing with the Holy Spirit who gives us the power. Hold your finger there. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. I'm trying to do some teaching up in here. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians, that's, that's the book after Romans. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Come on now. Praise the name of Jesus. I don't hear no pages turning. Get off them phones. Look, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. I don't want you turning your phone because you might get a text message while I'm preaching. Look at this. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Now, now, here's what I want you to see. Are you with me? Uh, now, verse 12 says, Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, that stuff, that's, listen, that's quality foundation of God, or wood, hay, stubble, that stuff that's going to burn up, every man's, what, what does that word say? Work shall be made manifest. In other words, it's coming to light for the day, the day of judgment, the judgment seat of Christ. He's not talking about hell. Let's stop, pause and part. Look up, if you're a believer, talk back to me. I Say, I cannot go to hell. Even if your husband and wife tell you to go. I cannot go to hell. Somebody need to preach this stuff. Look, 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 look what he says, look what he says, look what he says. He says, watch this now, for the day... Judgment seat of Christ shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire and the fire shall try every man's what? Not salvation, work of what sort it is. All right? So your works are either gold, silver, precious stones, or wood, hay, or stubble. Amen? Now go down to verse 14. If any man's work abide after being judged by fire, which he hath built thereupon, he will receive a what? A reward. If any man's work shall be burnt, he shall what? Suffer loss, but he himself shall what? Uh-oh, let's go back now. You don't lose your salvation. You ain't nothing to do with your salvation. You can only, look, 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 I got keys in my pocket. They that I can lose these keys because they're in my pocket. My salvation is in heaven. My salvation is reserved in heaven, and I can't tamper with it. And you can't tamper with it. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. Can I get a witness? I, die, I will die twice, but I'm, listen, I will, I'll die once. Thank you, Brother Arnold. I'm glad somebody come to call. Can I get a witness? But here's what I'm trying to get you to see, saints. There, there's no unbelievers in this text.
every branch in me. The preposition in denotes your seed. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away, all things become new. Here, here's what you got to, you got to count off the word in, in John 15. It's there a lot. Are you with me? If every branch in me that beareth fruit, not fruit, he taketh away. Now stop, the word taketh away in the Greek is arrow, he lifts it up. Ah, when you see a grapevine, it's always wrapped around a fence. Ain't no shoot, ain't, ain't, ain't no such thing as a great tree. It's a grapevine. The problem contextually preaches, we mix up these metaphors of trees and vines. In Matthew 7, Jesus said, you're known by their fruit. And in the context, he says, every tree that's not in me bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. He, he's dealing with a distinction. Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, for his delight shall be in the law of the Lord, and in that law he will meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters, whose leaf will not fade. In other words, this, this thing of a, a, a tree and a vine are two different metaphors. Are you with me? Yeah, you'll get it in a minute. And every branch that is bearing fruit. He prunes it. Now, 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 I, you know, these are agricultural metaphors. Um, the first thing that uh, John is dealing with is our connection to the vine. In that when there's a strong connection. Lord have mercy. When there's a strong connection, when there's a strong connection, and here's where we mess up. Let me, let me try to explain this. See, the text is dealing with union and communion. I could have a union with something. Yeah. I'm in a union called marriage. But my union in marriage and my communion in marriage are two different things. Are y'all praying with me? See, you can be in church. Thank God you come to church. But there's no communion. I'm not talking about wafer and grape juice. I'm talking about with God. You barely speak to him. Everything comes before him. You only go to him when you're in trouble. Can I get a witness? See, I can talk about this because I grew up in the 50s and 60s. Look, we had rules. We ain't had that much relationship. I ain't never get kissed when I came home from school. I ain't never get kissed going to school. Get out the door, you're running late. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? But if a plate was at that table, you knew you were love, right? Huh? If you sit up there waiting for mommy to kiss you, that ain't happening. Sit down. Eat your food. Amen. I don't like You ain't hungry, but you're going to sit there. We had a lot of rules, didn't we? Remember last week I said, you know, you couldn't sit on that couch in the living room with that plastic on it? 
couldn't pick up that big black phone? Can I get a witness? Couldn't go in the refrigerator after a certain time? I had a door key. You ain't, you ain't coming to my house after 12. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? We had a lot of rules. In fact, that's why I left at 17. We had too many rules. You ain't bringing no girl up in my house. In the name of Jesus. Y'all looking at me like, wow. Lord have mercy. So, child of God, listen to this. The connection here is critical. For the strong, the sap is flowing. Amen. There's growth. There's gladness. There's gratification. There's glory. As we follow God's will through an inherent energy of living organism. Every branch in me that beareth fruit. Stop. There are those of you who are serving. Those of you who are living for Christ. And God comes along and purges you. He cuts you up. Why? Because he wants to get more fruit. He's cutting off dead branches. Now, I don't have a green thumb, but I know about that. You, you, you see these branches, or, or you see these, uh, or like on a flower, a flower pot, the flower to turn yellow, you just, and it's easy to get off. The minute you touch it, it falls off. Can I get a witness? God comes along and says, you know what? You're doing a good job, but you know what? When I get finished purging you, you're going to give me more fruit. Well, what is he cutting off? He's cutting off self. He's cutting off self-righteousness. He's cutting off Mr. and Mrs. Know-it-all. He's cutting off that you got more degrees than a thermometer. God starts purging stuff so you can blossom. I'm preaching up in this place. Even more. Can I get a witness? Look what it says. He purges it that it may bring forth not 30, 60, but a hundredfold of fruit. Raymond Gordon, you're doing a good job, but when I finish cutting, you're going to give me better fruit. Do I have a witness? How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? So in this vine, the connection is there's the strong, but there's the string. That branches which are bearing no fruit, that are fruitless. He's trying to lift you up, take away. Hallelujah. He's purging that which is giving fruit. <clears throat> and, then, and, then, and then he says in verse 3, Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now the reason he's lifting you up, because when grapes hit the ground, amen, the growth is impeded. They got to put them around, you see it around them fences. They got to lift up those grapes. They don't destroy the grapes, they lift them up to help them grow at a better pace. Mm. My God. Now, I went to the store, and I have a whole bunch of grapes up here. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus, and you ain't getting none. Now, here's what I want you to notice about these grapes. No one grape glow, grows on this, on the vine. There's a cluster of grapes. Once these grapes 
have been cut from the vine, they start dying. So when you get to the grocery store, the, the grapes are really dying. You only got a certain time to enjoy what's there, and then they turn rotten. Can I get a witness? Now, I did this this morning, and praise the Lord, your life, leave my grapes alone, your life, your life came, uh, is, is connected to the vine. Anybody on your job, in the streets, in your family, when they try some of your fruit, mm, they must know Jesus. Mm, mm, man, they're sweet. And they are sweet. Praise the name of Jesus. Let me put them back up there. You ain't getting none. Listen to this. <clears throat> Hallelujah. What happens when you go to the store and buy grapes, you pull one down to eat it, and it's, it's not good, you throw them all away. The illustration and metaphor here is this. He moves from the connection and the problem in the church. We don't have strong connections. Some of y'all come to church every, every third Sunday. I've, I've gone up to members and said, baby, where you been? I, I've been here. I ain't seen you. In the name of Jesus. Well, don't take my name off the rolls. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. We need a strong connection. What is a strong connection? So when I get up in the morning, yeah. I'm going to mess with you. I don't pull up my Samsung and see who texted me last night. I don't do that. That's sacrilegious. If somebody died last night, I can't help them anyhow. Do I have a witness? Uh, don't get me wrong, child of God. I'm concerned about my kids, but... Child of God, my obligation, having a strong connection, is to talk to the Savior of my soul. Can I get a witness? My first obligation when my eyes open up is to say, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I want to thank you for watching over me last night. I want to thank you for starting me on my way. And Lord, I ought to give you some praise this morning. Because while I slept and slumbered, you you were faithful. My house didn't burn down, and you were faithful, God. You kept my breathing intact. You kept my heart beating. You kept my mind regulating, God. I just want to say thank you. And Lord, before I jump out of bed, forgive me of my debts. As I forgive those that have sinned against me. Oh, I'm messing up now. And Lord, lead me not into temptation. Today, don't let me go by the way that Satan would take me. Uh, but look, but God, lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from all evil. Can I get a witness? For thine is the kingdom. Let me give you your truth and the glory and the honor and the praise forevermore. Amen. Can I get a witness? 
that after I praise his name with my strong connection, that I'll get on my phone and see what's going on there. Can I get a witness? Child of God, we need a stronger connection. We need a stronger connection with the Lord. We need a stronger connection with our faith. We need a stronger connection in the church. We need a stronger connection to each other. Can I get a witness? He, he talks about a strong connection. So, so, so he moves from the connection to the characteristics. Verse 4, abide in me. The word abide means remain. Remain in me. Look at the preposition in. Remain in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Except it remains in the vine. Are y'all getting this? No more can you except you remain in me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I am, ego me, the vine and you are the branches. What a metaphor. He that abideth remains in me and I in him. The same is going to bring forth much fruit. For without me, uh-uh, nothing. Now, 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 in the Greek, it, it, it doesn't have all that ye can do. Without me, nothing. I'm so sick of that. Without me, nothing. Mm-hmm. Without Jesus, nothing. Without Jesus, nothing. Well, 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 why, why would you say that? Because Jesus is the sovereign ruler, determined, the terminator, and he is, listen, he is the one, amen, that causes all things to be what they are. In, in theology, it's called cause and effect. Every cause has an effect. Jesus said, I rule both of them. Can I get a witness? I can cause something in your life and know what the effect going to be. Do I have a witness? Y'all ain't preaching with me. Look, look, look at this. I'm going to get out your way. 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 Verse 6. Look at the characteristics. I got to get moving. If a man abide not in me, if the connection is not strong, if you're not remaining, he's cast forth as a branch. In other words, your works are cast forth, withered, gathered, cast them into the fire, and they are burned. i never forget in 1978 sitting under Dr. Pastor Timothy Russell, who's home with the Lord, Beulah Baptist Church, 50th and Street. Love the man. Here's what he said. I never forget, forgot this. He said, if God sent me to hell, I would be in hell's fire reminding him of his promises. All right. That has such a profound effect because God cannot lie. Can I get a witness? Hang in there with me. He's not talking about your soul. He's talking about your words. But if you, verse 7, abide in me and my words, uh-oh, abide in you, you got some answered prayer up in this house. Ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. Did you see that? 
those characteristics. Those characteristics is that I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be clean. I'm going to have communion. I'm going to not just have union, but communion. And, and let me tell you the, 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 the different kinds of spiritual fruit. One, when we win souls for Christ, that's spiritual fruit, Romans 1.13. As we grow in holiness and obedience, Romans 6.22, that's spiritual fruit. Christian giving, as you give money to the Lord, that's the fruit of a dedicated life. That's spiritual fruit. The fruit of the Spirit, which is a non-fold cluster of fruit. Uh, my works, my service for the Lord, Colossians 1.10. Praise that comes out of my lips, Hebrews 13. Amen. That's the fruit of my praise. Can I get a witness? He, all this is fruit, the fruit of the Spirit in, 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 in Galatians 5, non-fold. And the first one is love. Stop, no, stop. Not the stuff we call love. Our love is reciprocal. You know what reciprocal love is? When you get in counseling and start lying. Well, I, I, I try to love them. And I, I, I love them as long as they love me. That ain't love. That, that ain't God's love. God's love is agapeo love. God's love is not even based on feeling. It's based on function. <sighs> See, our grandmothers and great-grandmothers and great-great-grandfathers, here's what they used to, and we, we, you know, coming up, we couldn't figure it out. They said, I, I, I promise the Lord that I would, I would, I would stay in this marriage to the day I die. Mm -hmm. Don't get quiet. I promise the Lord. Listen to this thing. They had a conviction. I ain't talking about marriage. I ain't talking about love. That everything's not peachy. Can I get a witness? Let's go back to that iceberg. Titanic. Can I get a witness? I've been married going on 29 years. And when I, you know, Mrs. You know, me and Sister Gordon, I told them, I saw the tip of the iceberg. She told the tip of my iceberg. It looked all right. It looked safe. Then we crashed. <laughs> we crashed into that, 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 that big thing under the water. The history, the hurts, the hysteria. Y'all know the habits. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't get new up in here. That's why when people say, well, you know, I just met this guy. I want to get married. Don't do it, honey. You only see the tip of the iceberg. That Negro's crazy. Don't fool with him. Can, can I get a witness? You, uh, come on now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, he's fine. Yeah, he's going to be fine. She's pretty. She's pretty. Yeah, pretty crazy. You, you all right? One day me and Sister G got into it. And I mean, we was into it, man. I was, I was shooting with two guns, man. Ah! And she sat there and looked at me. And she said, okay, pastor. <laughs> and I did like this look. In the name of Jesus. I think I called her Mother Teresa, but we kept moving. Look at, but, but anyway, listen, listen to this. Love, the agapeo love, is a love that no matter what you do to me, my love for you is steadfast. 
Come on now. Uh, love, joy, gladness, peace, long-suffering, kindness. How many of you feel you're kind? I want to see these hands. Uh, you Kenya, you are kind. Who else had their hand up? Kind, just kind. You're just kind. In fact, stand up. Let me see these bodies. You're just kind. You're just kind. I'm a fruit inspector. I, I want to. You're just kind. Beaming, you're kind, aren't you? Where, where's Where's the other half so I can get her? You're kind. Just kind. We now, why didn't everybody stand up when I said kind? Because we ain't kind. We ain't kind. We cuss. We ain't kind. We get upset. We stop speaking. We shut the door. We go in the bathroom. Uh-oh. We get in the car. We start the motor. We speed. Talking about we talking to God. We, we ain't kind. Boy, and when you mix that religious stuff in, it just blows us away. Praise God. Praise him. I ain't talking to you. You ain't no good. You're just like your mother. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Out of the same fountain. Oh, James talks about this stuff. I ain't the only one up in this place. I was fussing yesterday. I ordered some food. I ain't going to tell you what restaurant. So I go there to pick the food up. They got it ready. They said, how you doing? I pick the food up, and I get a girl a $3 tip. And she ain't do them but bag my food. I get all the way home, and they miss one or two of my plates. So I called the store back. I said, this is the third time you've done this. Uh, I'm sorry, come back, come back, nothing. I'm home now. You, da, 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 da. Wait a minute, you know, and I'm fussing. And the girl said, we are so sorry. I said, it's the third time you're sorry. Y'all some sorry people, and I'm sick of it. You understand? I'm sick of this. So the next time I go in the store, I'm not going to give anybody a track. I, I'm going to wait till they hire new people. Kindness, goodness. How many of y'all like your pastor? Come on, 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 Gentleness. Here's the big one. Self-control. 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 You got control over yourself. Your temperament, your temptations, you got control. Uh, you got control. You can control yourself. You can control. Fruit of the Spirit. Interesting. He moves. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love. You know what I do? I make you see yourself, don't I? I make you see yourself. See, my transparency makes you see yourself.
in the name of Jesus. I was fussing with somebody one year, and they said, uh, aren't you the pastor? I said, Jesus ain't got nothing to do with this. Listen. I said, I, said, I said, let me straighten this out with you right now before we go any step further. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. All right. He moves to our consistency, and it's not, it's inherent in the text, but it's not. James has a principle, faith without works is what? Dead. So your faith and your fruit ought to be pretty much similar. Now, there were years I had faith, a faith, but no fruit. I had to grow. Are y'all with me? I had to grow in grace, progressive sanctification. Can I get a witness? I had to grow in grace. And, 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 and the Bible says, he that says he has faith and have no works, he's a liar. And, and then John the Apostle said, if a man says we have fellowship with God and walk in darkness, we do not the truth. Can I get a witness? That uh, my, 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 my belief and my behavior ought to start coming together. That's the fruit. That's the fruit. That's the fruit. My God. James talks about a dead faith. No works. James talked about a demonic faith. Even the demons believe. And they tremble. Be careful with your little ABCs of how to get to heaven. Because the demons believe all three. They will admit that Jesus is the Christ. They believe that Jesus is God's son. And they will confess that he rose from the dead. But they ain't going to heaven. Can I get a witness? So, 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 child of God, then he talks about not only the dead, demonic, but the, the demonstrative faith of Abraham who believed God and it was reckoned for righteousness. But he had to wait. We don't like waiting, do we? The longer you wait, listen, listen, delay is not denial. The longer you and I have to wait, the more dem demonstrative our faith becomes. Amen. You can't see it, but God does. I'm waiting on the Lord. Well, baby, you've been waiting three years. I'm going to continue to wait on the Lord. You get that Holy Ghost boldness. Can I get a, and God fixes it so you ain't got no other options. Can I get a witness? You got to wait. You know, went to the family. They can't help you. They, in fact, they made it worse. You can't go to your friends. Can I get a witness? You, you are forced to wait on him. Can I get a witness? And that's what Job said. I'll wait till my appointed time. I'll, I'll wait till my change comes. Can I get a witness? And, and child of God, in your hearing was read, 2 Peter 1, 2, that not only, listen, a commitment to the fruit is that God's power in our lives promotes us with a power over lust. Second Peter 1. Now, now let me start because I know y'all, you know, you come to church, y'all get churchy. I got to tear down the churchiness. Lust is when we look at something, something or someone, and start desiring it. It could be a car, it could be a house, it could be a person, it could be clothes, it could be shoes. When I am, listen, according to 2 Peter 1, when I'm committed to the Lordship of Christ, he gives me the ability to have victory over lust. 
what is victory over lust? Well, I only looked at that thing three seconds. Four years ago, it was 15 seconds. I'm getting better. Isn't it progressive? Isn't it progressive? It doesn't affect me as much because the power of the Holy Spirit, amen, disdains the power of the Holy Spirit, amen, gives us the ability not to fantasize. Do I have a witness? Baby, I got to get them shoes. I don't care what nobody says. I, I got to get them. Have you ever wanted something so bad and then when you got it, you didn't want it no more? I, I ain't talking about your mates. I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about shoes and clothes. Man, come on now. Can I get a witness? And some of y'all wore them once and threw them in the closet. You don't even want to. You, you, you know what? Listen, listen to me and I'm closing. You know what made those shoes lose its appeal? It's the same with lust. What happens in this economy of lusting after things is that we only want it we only think we want it because we don't have it. Once we get it, it loses its power to satisfy. Man, I'm getting deep up in this place. Make sure you buy this tape. This tape going to sell a day. Look at this. What, what do you mean lose this power? See, listen, and, and, I, and I don't want to get too carnal, but child of God. I'm smoking cigarettes, and then I, I, some friend offers me marijuana. I smoke marijuana, and, 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 and I start going up, and then marijuana starts to lose its power to satisfy. So now I want to move to crack cocaine or heroin or monster or something else. Can I get it? You know why you keep moving and moving and moving? Because sin loses its power to satisfy. And if the Holy Ghost don't stop you at base one, you just keep going, trying everything to satisfy. See, here's what we're looking for. We're looking for peace. And God says, I'll give you my peace. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give it unto you. I'll give you peace. I'll, I'll give you joy. I'll give you love. I'll give you what you're looking for, but I'll give it to you through your whole, my Holy Spirit. I'll give you contentment. Lord, have mercy. I'll give you a shout. I'll give you fellowship. Can I get a witness? He, he's talking about power over lust, power uh, over uh, being liberated. See, I want to be liberated. I want to be liberated. From who? I want to be liberated from myself. Oh, man. We talking counseling now. Yeah, we talking counseling now. Not liberated from the congregation. Not liberated from the devil. Not liberated from the wife. I want to be liberated from myself. I want the Lord to step in and free me from myself. Free me from my sin. Free me from myself. Free me. I, I want to be free. I want to, don't you want to be free? I, I want to be free. I want to be free. I want, I want freedom in my feet. I want freedom in my hands. I want freedom in my heart. I want freedom in my head. I, 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 I got to keep, I got to stop blaming everybody else for my lack of freedom. 
the man in John chapter 5, the Lord said, do you want to be healed? Well, yeah, I want to be healed, but every time I try to get in the water, somebody else beats me in the water, and the angels leave. Yeah, Jesus, you don't need no water. You don't need no angels. Do you want to be free? Victims, stop making excuses. I don't fool with victims. Let me tell you why I don't fool with victims. They always want to blame somebody else. You're the reason I'm not happy. You're lying. You weren't happy before I met you. I said that at core Wednesday, didn't I? Most people that are married, listen to me, not everybody, most people that are married, they weren't happy before you met them. That's why they talked to you. They was hoping you was the boat coming in to make them happy. And they still ain't happy. Why don't you just take the onus? I talked about onus, Bruce. We got to take the onus. Maybe, just maybe, it's me. How about going out the door with that? Maybe the reason I'm not happy, it's me. It's my history. It's my hurts. It's my hysteria. Me having a wife is just convenient. It's her. Me having a husband is convenient. It's him. How about taking the onus and saying, no, maybe, just maybe it's me. Jesus says, do you want to be healed? Hmm. Here's what you do. Rise. Rise from your victimized conclusions. Rise from your excuses. Cut all the excuses off. Rise. And then the very thing you've been laying on for 40 years, take it up. Put it on your back and start walking. That's right, that's right. Three things you can't do in your own power, but you can do at my word. Do I have a witness? Child, child, child of God, we, we, we need a strong connection. We need characteristics, consistency, and commitment. So how are you hanging from the vine? Are you, do you have a strong connection? Or do you have a connection that's about to break? Listen, Pastor. If God can change me, God can change anything. If God can give me victory in stuff that I didn't even pray for, that's a whole nother sermon. Lord, I ain't asked you to do that. <laughs> ah! If God is able to come alongside Paracletos, and start transforming me, changing me to the connection of the sap in the vine. Amen. Somebody said, if I can just help somebody along life's narrow way, then my living shall not be what? Be in vain. If I can just be a grape for people to want to taste, let me see what he's about. And for 
Hallelujah. And man, these grapes are good. Mm. You want one more? You ain't getting enough. We're closing. If I were to taste what's coming out of your life, would it help me to want more? Would it help me to want what you have? Or would it help me to pull back and say, I don't want it? Faith and proof. Association leads to a simulation. Your friend is going to either make you closer to Jesus or they're going to make you far away from Jesus. Can I get a witness? You got to determine the Lord is able. Any able? Able. He's able to do far. He's able to do exceedingly. Sister G said, don't be eating too many of them things. He's able to do abundantly all that I ask or think. Connection determines correction. Determines your blessing. Strong connection to Jesus is going to take care of your kids. Strong connection to Jesus is going to have him bless your life. Strong connection to Jesus is going to give you joy when all hell's breaking out. Strong connection to Jesus is going to give you the victory in spite of the venom. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be part of the vine. You want to be saved. You want to give Jesus your life. Believe he died for your sins and buried and rose again. Just raise your hand. Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed. Just one. Join, give, give your life to Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the son of God and God the son. Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join the church today. Raise your hand. We'd love to have you. Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Christ. Thank you for this powerful metaphor of spiritual connection. The cleansing, the correction. God, thank you for placing us in the vine. Thank you for preserving and pruning us. Thank you, oh God, for rendering us powerful as we have power from you to live out this Christian life. Help us to remain, oh God, strongly connected with Christ. And we'll be so careful to give your name the praise. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't break the connection. It's for your perfection.